You're listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible is Literature. Hi, this is Father Mark Bulos, and you are listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature podcast. This week, Father Paul begins his discussion of Genesis chapter 39, reiterating the calamity of the mistranslation of the Hebrew word masliah. I am delighted to introduce Father Paul on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. I covered already how Tamar will come again to haunt the story of David into Samuel 13 because it is the name of the daughter of David regarding whom Absalom and Amnon will fight and it's a story of harlotry and Hosea chapter 2 is speaking one and two is speaking about that, the fruit of the land and the harlotry. So, again, friends, Scripture is one not because thus says theology. It's because it is so in the text. You have to show the people that it is one. And I would like to move with this to 39 to get back to the story of Joseph. In 39, we hear about Joseph landing in the house of Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh. You know that story. But I would like to point out to you how this chapter is bracketed between a repeated word, Masliah, which is unfortunately here and in Joshua translated as to prosper. I showed in my commentary on Joshua, this is from a root, which means to be on the correct side of a situation or a matter. In Arabic we translate righteousness as salah, salah. Another root, the P.A.L. Salaha is to correct something that is wrong. So please keep this mind and get away with the possession, prosperity, and so on, because this would get us into the Greek mind of show me the result of your work. Okay, that's why the farmers think that they produce apples and pears. And don't tell me no. The tree is there just to be a medium for the glory of the farmer. Are you out of your mind? Well, you think so because you come from the Midwest of the United States or Ukraine. That's how you do things. But in an oasis, it is not so. 
The tree produces the fruit. Read Genesis 1. And that's why we have to learn in Philippians from Jesus and then Matthew to do good works for the glory of God and not to use God for your own glory as we all do. So this is in verse 3 and also at the end and whatever he did the Lord made it prosper in Maslih which you could see it is the same thing as the first verse the Lord caused to be Maslih everything in his hands in the house of Potiphar and verse 23 the keeper of the prison paid no heed to anything that was in Joseph's care because the Lord was with him and whatever he did the Lord made it prosper Maslih just as in Potiphar's house so the jail was handled in the correct direction and thus corrected and healed by that Hebrew slave in verse 17 Haibet Haibri just as the situation was in the house of Potiphar it's a very interesting chapter but I believe we don't need to go beyond that we have the main words the Hebrew servant 17 and then when his master heard the words which his wife spoke to him this is the way your servant treated me you see the servant was put in jail but there he was given favor this famous Hesed in verse 21 in the sight of the keeper of the prison he did well in the house verse 5 the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in house and field but the greed of the wife made it so that he was punished but he ended in the jail where again he brought with him the steadfast love the hasted and the care of God so that is if you like the moral of the story of this chapter But again, literature is important and thus the matslih at the beginning and at the end is functional because it really tells you that the story begins with this and ends with it. Now, in jail, you see, this is important because the real story of Joseph in Egypt, meaning that in conjunction with his relation with Pharaoh, starts with his having been thrown in the jail by the way many scholars see the parallelism between the story of Joseph and Daniel which is very clear it was in the den and then he spoke with the emperor and so on they are parallel stories 
And notice in the previous chapter, we heard that Pharaoh told him, I quoted a text that said, who is wise like you? And the book of Daniel starts with Daniel being among the maskilim. He was a maskil, wise man. Again, this is an aside. You don't have to be convinced or not, but you can keep it in mind and check for yourself. And you have dreams and so on. It's a total parallel story, which is interesting. So you have one at the beginning of Scripture and one at the end of Scripture. Remember, the book of Daniel is the fifth book from the end of Scripture. And its story is enclosed within what the following four books, Ezra and Nehemiah, cover. And you have the dreams and the wise man in a foreign land where he brings blessings to not only his companions, but also to the foreigners. But let's keep it this way. There is no reason to go beyond that for the time being. Number 40, we can go quickly. You know the story of the dreams in chapter 5. And one night they both dreamed. Okay? So you can guess that we're going to get into Joseph. But interestingly here, it's very stunning actually, that he refers to the earth or the land of the Hebrews. 15. For I was indeed stolen out of the land of the Hebrews. Here again, he is a Hebrew. By the way, I forgot to mention when I stressed the Hebrews at the beginning, let me take the opportunity now, that technically speaking, and that's the trouble with the Masoretic punctuation, you know, the Jews and after them the Christian took it so seriously until Mitchell Dahoud told us, watch out. Because what the Masoretes did, they put vocalic sounds and they forced upon you to hear the five letters, Ein, Bet, Resh, Yod, and Mim, as either Ibrim, and thus plural of Ibri, or Oberim, the traversers, the passers-by, the one who cross from one place to the other. But essentially and technically, the meaning is the same. And that's the idea behind the choice of this word because it stresses the reality of the shepherds. Remember, you don't say the civilization of the shepherds. Shepherds do not have civilization. If you don't have a stone upon stone, there is no civilization. And electronic stones are still stones, friends. That's why the people who work in computers 
are called computer engineers. I did not make it up. I just listen to what the fancy Westerners use in the postmodern age. They shoot themselves in the foot. You can't get away from there. Look, how do you build a car on a building? You put it on your computer, but it's still a building. And you even try to make it three-dimensional. Okay. Now the Orthodox play the game. We are not tri-dimensional. We don't have statues. We have icons, but in a way we try to express them to make them look tri-dimensional. That's what you're doing. I don't need your icon of Elijah. I have Elijah in scripture and he was a very silly person. That's why God gave him an early retirement and he wanted to cheat by taking his cloak with him and the Lord said Eli Eli throw your cloak to Elisha okay just hop up and I'll take you there and I'll put you on a fiery throne unto eternity and now all the Orthodox bow down before the icon of Elijah I mean is this for real no, friends, and this is what's happening here. All the words are functional. I can't enter into all of them. That's why I'm underlining this if you. And then the chapter ends that this chief butler did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. Can you imagine what Joseph is going through that continues his story in Canaan? Hence the importance of the reference to the land of the Hebrews, which is Canaan in the Bible, that was brought up by Joseph. So he was ready for the mishandling, or at least potentially ready. In chapter 41, we have the dream of Pharaoh. You see how the story is nicely made up, not imagine that it happened so. It just made up to be connected. Can you imagine if you're following a movie and then in the middle of the movie the story starts at a different place that has no connection with the first one. It doesn't make sense unless the connection is made later towards the end. After two years Pharaoh dreamt a dream and you know the story of the dream. Let's not repeat it. But again, let me jump to verse 12. A young Hebrew. Again, we are hearing Hebrew. Remember in my intro, I said, shepherds and Hebrew are all the way with you. So, the chief baker remembered that there was a young man that explained to them And Joseph, nicely, in verse 16, it is not in me. In other words, the explanation ultimately come from God. 
It is not in me. God will give Pharaoh a favorite answer. In Hebrew, it's peace. See here again, a favorable answer. They make it really Minnesota 2022. Doesn't work this way. He ensures peace. Shalom is a very important word in the Bible. The Bible as Literature is a production of the Ephesus School Network.